Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. I grew up here in Napa Valley, California. I have a, from a big Lebanese family with lots of cousins, and we're all very close, and I never really had to make friends. And so now as an adult, I find that hard because I've never had to do it before. That's Rihanna. She's a new mom in her 30s, and she has an adorable one-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Vivian. Oh, Vivian is so freaking cute. And last August, Rihanna and her husband and Vivian moved across the country away from her big, tight-knit family in California to the D.C. suburbs in Virginia. On top of that, she's also transitioned from a very social full-time job working on a naval ship to being a stay-at-home mom with only her toddler to talk to during the day. That is a ton of change, and uh, not surprisingly, she's feeling a little lonely. But you know, that's what we're here for. I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. In each episode of this show, we distill our extensive knowledge of self-help into one key idea. It's not about figuring out what you're doing wrong and fixing it. It's more about seeing yourself in a totally new light and seeing the fact that You are enough and probably have been enough all along. With that in mind, we help a listener tackle a predicament in their life. With a prescription of self-love steps, we get to eavesdrop as they follow our advice for two weeks. Or don't follow our advice, because, you know, we're not doctors, we're not experts, we're not therapists. We're not gurus, we're not thought leaders. No, uh, and our guests are allowed to have their own opinions and their own thoughts and question us along the way, even rewrite the steps, or just tell us to go F ourselves. And we love it when they do, because at the end of the day, we're not trying to get them to give up who they are for us. We just want to help them get reacquainted with the fabulous person we all see. Because we love you. And so can you. you. Okay, so back to Rihanna. The first thing we noticed about Rihanna is that she has this unique way of making you feel loved The moment you hear her voice. Yes, she is so incredibly thoughtful, and she's also really friendly. She goes out of her way to make conversation with people anywhere and everywhere. For example, when she's on the walking trail near her neighborhood, this is what she's like. I, like, go up to people and tell them I want to walk with them. And then, like, then we have to, like, either turn around and, like, go opposite directions, or, like, I just stay, like, (laughs) three feet in back of them. (laughs) (laughs) And this is what she's like when she's grocery shopping. I'm not shy, and I can, like, um, like I just, I talk to, like, literally every person I see. Like, I go to Trader Joe's. I'm, like, the cashier asks me how I am, and I'm, like, literally telling him everything that how I am. And even when she's not out and about, she still finds ways to strike up conversations with strangers. To um, Mormon guys knocked on my door, and I was, like, make them talk to me for like two hours because they were like oh do you like know about jesus and i was like yes like come in you want some hummus like do you like tabbouleh like have you ever had this before and they're just like ma'am we need to go (laughs) 
Uh, I know when folks come to my door to talk to me about religion or sell me something, I usually try to make the conversation end as quickly as possible. I'm a busy person. Oh, yeah. I uh, I don't even answer the door. I usually just hide anytime I hear my doorbell because no one should be coming over. <laughs> but Rihanna's doing the exact opposite. She's inviting people in and talking them into staying longer than they might have planned. However, none of her attempts to make conversation have led to a real friendship in her new home. Which is weird because, Jolenta, you and I instantly fell in love with Rihanna. And that love at first sight also happened when Rihanna met her best friend, Tanya. Here's how Tanya describes it. We met about 10 years ago. We were both working at a hotel in San Diego. And I seriously, like, met Rihanna the first day and was like, I need to be friends with this person. She's amazing. Unfortunately, Tanya still lives in California, thousands of miles away from Rihanna and her new home in D.C., and thousands of miles away from us in New York, because we'd be friends with Tanya, too. Yeah, it's too bad that we can't fly down there every weekend or have Tanya and Rihanna fly to each other every weekend. I would love that. Or up some sort of frequent flyer flying all of us all the time. Or just like we have a private jet that's like the friend visit jet. But, Uh you know, I think that's cheating. You know, that's not self-help. That's not that's not finding self-love. That's just flying over your problems. Yeah, I suppose you're right. We did get lucky, though, when it was time to call up Rihanna to chat some more about her predicament. It just so happened that she was in California visiting Tanya and her family. Yup. And so we got to video chat with Tanya and Rihanna together. Of course, we also got to meet the adorable Vivian, and we couldn't stop waving maniacally at her. Can you saying hi, V? Oh, she is. Oh, hi, sweetheart. You are adorable. I can't. She's too oh. cute. After all that, we got down to business. First, we asked Tanya what Rihanna is like as a friend. Rihanna is very bossy, and that, I love that about her. <laughs> She's not afraid to ask people to do things, or, you know, the person at the grocery store, she asks where's this special, like, vegetable that you've never heard of, and she finds it. You know what I mean? She just, like, isn't afraid to ask. And I think that I really have always admired her about that about her. Um, and she's just the most thoughtful friend in the ways that, like, not just, like, not just verbally, but also just in her actions and in her gifts and her time. She just is very, very generous. <laughs> and now she's crying. Oh, I know. So I was like, cool. I'm starting to feel it a little bit, you guys. Like, I'm not going to lie. Oh, it's so beautiful. Well, Tanya, since we're talking about how great Rihanna is here. Yes. Um, one thing that Rihanna said that sounded a little bit self-disparaging, and we uh-huh. want confirmation on this, she says she's not good at making friends or doesn't have any practice with that, and yet she met somebody as fantastic as you. Yeah, someone she met on their first day at work is making her cry 10 years later. So So interesting. Yes, I totally, that is a very legitimate question. I don't know. I don't know why she's found that. You know, I think that she is so used to being kind of leading in her family and her cousins and that dynamic that it's kind of different for her to assimilate to a group of Mm girls specifically, or moms, or she's super good one-on-one. I think maybe just group situations aren't her strongest. And so I think that, um, I think that where she's going to find the connection is really kind of like I was telling you the other day, like being in a everyday situation and overhearing someone or finding someone with a random same interest and being like, like Rihanna would totally do this. She would go up to someone and be like, you, you're going to be my friend, you know? And once they get to know her, they're going to be like, how did I live without this person? Yeah, mm-hmm. I have opportunities to meet people. Yeah, uh, like I, I don't, I don't know if 
that's necessarily the mm-hmm. problem because I yeah. meet people and I talk freely with them and I yeah. like, and I, I be, you know, I'm friendly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not like friendly. mean, yeah. but it's just like how, how to go from that to right now we're like doing fun stuff like and talking about our Mm -hmm. souls or something yeah (laughs) it's making the jump from hi how are you or you have a cute baby to being you know having having a kindred spirit sort of relationship Mm -hmm. with them so right and also someone that has you know a similar um schedule yeah yes because that Um, seems like a big new adjustment for you yeah exactly (laughs) So it's mostly the being alone that should, so many it's hours hard. a day. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, and I know, you know, a lot of people love to be alone. And yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about that. Um, because oh, you're I know, allowed to, by the well, way. Well, it's like it's not you're, even being alone. I think what you're describing is like uh, deeper like and more existential, yeah. like as in isolation. Not, you right. know? Yeah. Like it's yeah. not and like, that, oh, I can't, I can never sit with my own thoughts. It's like <laughs> yeah. I feel isolated. Right. Like I'm in a new place where I don't know anyone. And like, I also am a stay at home mom. So that's like just lonely work, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Lonely and frankly thankless. Yeah. 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 Yes. And like my mom and my aunts were all like, I mean, when I was growing up, we all lived on the same street and mm-hmm. they were all having kids at the same time. They were all stay at home moms together. And so I'm like super jealous of that. They like made all a together. little village. Like, yeah. yeah, like a little village. And I'm like, just alone. And you're like, oh, I started, <laughs> I started a very solitary village across the country. <laughs> well, yeah. um, can we talk a little bit more about your husband? What is his sure. schedule like? And what is your social life like together and separately? He's great. He's a really hard worker, which, you know, he works for the government. Like I said, he works in D.C. So he usually leaves like we'll have a like an hour in the morning. We'll have coffee. And that's like my favorite time of the day. Mm. And then um, he gets to hang out. That's like his time with Vivian, too. And then he leaves for work. And... (laughs) Sorry. Oh, no, there's no reason to apologize. Don't be sorry. It's all right. Like, I'm a new mom, so, like, once I start crying, I can't stop. Uh, It's totally fine. Totally. No, it's totally fine. Um, Got all those extra good mom hormones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought they'd be gone by now, but no. They stick around and make you, like, a really good caregiver, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, like... Okay, so he leaves. It's probably like seven mm-hmm. in the morning, and oh. we're just gonna break in here really quick. Uh, Rihanna went to go take care of Vivian for a little bit and take care of herself too. Yeah, and so we hung out with Tanya until Rihanna and Vivian were ready to chat again. And then we picked up right where we left off, learning more about the time Rihanna gets to spend with her husband. He's either coming home like 6, 6.30, if that's early, that's like the earliest he'll come home. And that's like when I'm really busy doing mom stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Or sometimes he's at work really late. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I feel you. I mean, I don't have a kid, but my husband works insane hours, and I always think yeah. about, like, can he be at this job when we have a kid? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If, I mean, if you could quantify it, what would you say <laughs> your ideal outcome would be from this? Maybe I need to, like, need some help reframing my narrative a little. And then also um, find some people to yeah. talk to, to what, tell what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I hear you're really good at that. <laughs> it was really hard to end our conversation with Rihanna and Tanya. I did not like leaving her feeling that way. You know, she's in a tough spot. She really is. I mean, Jolenta, neither you nor I have ever raised a toddler, Mm -mm. but both of us have nannied for babies and toddlers, and it's exhausting. It's often an isolating experience. And while you and I could clock out at six and meet up with friends when we were nannies, Rihanna's workday never really ends. Yeah, and on top of that, Rihanna's in a new town where she knows almost no one besides her husband and her baby. So that's, that's its own predicament in itself. Yeah, I mean, Jolenta, I have to confess, I don't think we're going to be able to solve all Rihanna's problems during these two weeks. Yeah, I know, but remember, our goal in this show isn't to solve everyone's problems in two weeks. We aren't like, Rihanna, we're going to set you up with a sick group of five girlfriends in two weeks. Like, (laughs) I wish we could, you know, but this is more about setting people up to feel better about themselves and their circumstances and hopefully provide them with some tools and tricks to to help kickstart that process. Yeah, I suppose. And, you know, Rihanna already has some of those tools. She's a great friend. She clearly knows how to make good friends, even if her efforts are falling short of her expectations right now. Mm -hmm, Right. So, you know, it's been a couple days since we talked to her. Shall we give her a call and talk prescriptions? Yes. Let's do it. Hello? Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Jolenta. Hey. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. good. It's so good to talk with you. <laughs> no, you do. I I feel so special that you guys have been like thinking about me for the last week. Oh, <laughs> we've been, been thinking, thinking so much. and thinking and thinking, and we feel special because we got to think about you. We got to have <laughs> you take up space in our brains, and so that makes us feel happy. It's Aww. true. Yes. Are Are you ready to hear your prescription? Yeah. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> week one. We want you to focus on you with the following steps. Step one is give yourself a break. You haven't even been in D.C. for a year yet, and you've been super busy. So be gentle on yourself and remember that these things take time. And while you're waiting, we want you to say this little mantra each day. Someone somewhere in this town is dreaming of being friends with someone just like me, but it might take a little bit of time for us to find one another. How's that step for you? That's good. Yeah, that's really sweet. All right. Step two, ask your support system for help. You have a big, caring family and, of course, Tanya and your husband. Don't be afraid to lean on them. Tell them about what you're going through and ask how they cope with loneliness and if they have any advice for you. Let them give you a pep talk. And remember, you're not alone in this, even though it does feel very lonely. Okay. All right? Yeah. Good. Good, good. And step three, spend more time with your husband. 
We know your schedules make things difficult, but we want to make sure you are holding some time for you and your husband to enjoy each other. Schedule a lunch date, go do something out of the house. Just take advantage of the fact that you have someone by your side who loves you and believes in you. Yeah, that's a really good idea. All right. Step four, make the most of alone time. While this moment in your life feels all-consuming, in a few years, you're going to look back on it amazed at how far you've come. So make the most of it. Set aside a little time for a hobby or something fun you've been meaning to do, whether it's once a week or once a month. Make sure you take advantage of the time you have now. That's smart, too. Good. Good. (laughs) So do all those steps for week one feel okay to you, Rihanna? Are they doable or scary? Yeah, they sound good and they sound doable. You heard it here first. Those steps are doable. (laughs) All right. Well, at least it's a start. Yeah. And that's how we left Rihanna to go try out her first week living by our very doable steps. I think this first week is going to be a tough one, though, Jolenta. Rihanna spends so much time caring for and thinking about others and forcing her to spend this week focusing inward and thinking about herself and her emotions. It feels like we're throwing her into the deep end. Well, Kristen, I guess we're going to find out if Rihanna can swim back up to the surface uh, after this break. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. We are back, and it's time to listen in on a few of Rihanna's audio diaries. Oh, I want to start with this one. Step two, ask your support system for advice. Yes. For this step, Rihanna talked to a lot of people. Remember, her support system is huge. She talked to her cousins, her aunts, her friend Tanya, and she recorded a phone call with her sister, too. During that phone call, her sister suggested something that really jumped out at both of us. I think that... You should try and do, like, a Facebook group or something. Even if you just start one that's, like, walking on the trail. So many people probably walk on that trail, like, at least a few times a week. That could, like, schedule time. I love that. If Rihanna isn't finding the community she's looking for in person, she can just find it online, right? Yeah, I think so many people are reticent to get online and join social media or a dating app, especially if you're more used to meeting people in real life. But, you know, things have changed in the last 10 and 20 years. You really just need to think of social media and other online communities as tools in your friend-making arsenal. Yeah, that is so, so true. And, you know, Kristen, I know you're the queen of online dating. That's how you met your husband, Dean. 
And, you know, I get the reluctance to take the plunge and put yourself out there online. It can feel awkward. You can feel silly. It can take over your entire life. You can be afraid of being a social media zombie, but also, you know, it's a tool at our disposal. And, you know, if you're a stay-at-home mom, one of your tools might be the internet and finding uh, a community online or in person through the internet. Yeah. And frankly, if you're not using social media and online tools at this point, you're really just limiting yourself. So try it. Totally agree. Next, Kristen, I want to see what Rihanna did for her step three, which was spending time with her husband. Ah, yes. I asked my husband to schedule some time off during the day so I could meet him for lunch. And uh, he's he's going to have lunch with us on Monday, so I'm planning to pack a picnic and we're going to go, Vivian and I are going to drive into D.C. and have lunch with him. And I'm super excited about that. I'm glad that I get to look forward to it for a few days and, like, you know, enjoy it for longer instead of just, like, randomly showing up. But, yeah, it's going to be 4th of July week. We're going to be on the National Mall (laughs) and be, like, super American and patriotic. Um, Yeah, so if you were ever wondering who has lunch picnics on the National Mall, it's me. (laughs) That is so cute. Yes. Oh, my God. I like that she gets to feel joy in the days leading up to the picnic, too. That's something you always tell me about, Kristen. Like, find things in your life to look forward to. Yes. Anticipation is its own joy. Mm-hmm. I love having things to look forward to. And on top of that, Rihanna's also really taking advantage of her new town. It's such a special thing for her and for her daughter to be able to picnic in a place like the National Mall. I mean, who gets to do that? And that's something she wouldn't have been able to do back in California. Totally. Kristen, I think I think she's off to a really productive start. But I also think we should give her a call just to hear a little more about week one, because there's so much more to know. Oh, yes, absolutely. Especially because we heard that she may have made a couple of changes to steps one and four. Ooh, I want to hear what those are. Call her now, Lindsay. (laughs) Hello? Hello. All right. So thank you so much for... um, all the hard work. We know you've been doing lots of hard work during your first week. And we just want to, first of all, know how you're feeling. It was a lot harder than I thought. Like when you guys told me the steps, I was really excited. Mm -hmm. And then going through them, I was like, whoa, this is like really hard. I think it's because I still am like, the feelings are still so raw and Mm -hmm. I'm being vulnerable and trying to be really open and honest about everything. And so it was just like, hard, (laughs) like emotionally exhausting to like think about all this stuff when I haven't really given myself the space to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you've been sort of keeping it at arm's length while you, while you raise a baby. Like, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really happy that I did it. We're really happy that you did it too. So let's start with your first step. Give yourself a break. We heard that you had some trouble with one part of that, the mantra part. I hated the mantra. Okay. <laughs> Good. That's okay. You're allowed to hate any of these steps. Right. But specifically, what did you hate about it and what did you do instead? Okay. So what I hated about it was it sounded like a wish that I was putting out into the universe. Ah. And I didn't want 
to be asking for something mm. in my mantra. I So what I decided to do is when I started like missing people, mm-hmm. like missing my family, missing my friends, I would just kind of like feel that feeling. And then I would say to myself, the, like, that is true. You miss them and it would be so much easier if they were here. But like you have these awesome things, like you get a flexible schedule. You have a nice house with lots of space for V to plan. And like, just kind of like focusing on what I do have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And giving myself a break that like not everything is awful because I'm far away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So really it's about gratitude. Right. Less focusing on what you don't have and more on what you do is yeah. is an exercise And sort of the contextualization of like, yes, I am missing this thing, but like I also have these things now. Yeah, exactly. And so in, like, even though the mantra I think is true, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it sounded like I, I was missing something that I needed. Mm-hmm. And instead no, of – That makes sense. Mm, yeah. Uh, also, uh, we heard about your plans for step three, spending time with your husband in your audio diary, but I want to hear more. How did it go? Okay. This was my favorite step. Oh, good. (laughs) She Um, still likes him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He likes me too, apparently. I think they're getting serious, you guys. I think they might be going steady. (laughs) Um, Friday night after he, after we put Vivian to sleep and he was home from work, I got a bottle of wine. We sat on the couch and um, I had these like journaling prompt questions. Mm -hmm. And so we just like pulled random cards and like asked each other the questions so that we could like talk about something, you know, something that wasn't unnecessary. Yeah. Like day to day life. Yeah. Day to day life. So that was good. And then, um, so he's on this next door app. Oh Um, yeah. My husband uses that. Yeah, and so he came home one night, and he was like, this lady's having a popsicle party on her porch. Let's go. We, like, got the baby in the carrier and walked over to these people's house and ate popsicles on their porch for a few minutes. Oh, yay. Yeah, and got to meet some of the neighbors. How was that? Um, When I was at the popsicle party, I met some other moms, and one of them had suggested that I get on this social media site and that there was a a mom's group there for... moms in the neighborhood and they had different events and like mom's night out. I love that. Not only are you spending more time with your husband, but you're also going out together and meeting new people. Great work. Yes. Yes. Meet those neighbors. Okay. But I want to move on to step four, making the most of your alone time. Tell us about that step. How'd that go? Yeah. So make the most of my alone time. I had to to change this one also. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, I changed it from take advantage of my alone time to take advantage of my alone time with Vivian. Nice. Mm-hmm. So um, I've always felt really grateful that I'm able to be a stay-at-home mom because I know a lot of women don't have that opportunity. And I really cherish the, this time that I have with her because mm-hmm. I know that it goes by really fast. And I... Um, decided to kind of like take a more active role in that instead of just like appreciating it and like staring at her while she's sleeping and <laughs> stuff like that. I um, decided to like kind of plan more fun things for us to do 
together. Nice. Mm, You know, that's such a good point. Jolent and I aren't stay-at-home moms. We aren't raising toddlers. We've never been where you are. So we weren't even thinking about the fact that all this alone time you have, you're not actually alone at all. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, You're with Vivian and making sure she's safe and happy and, like, alive. (laughs) And maybe the more important thing for you right now is to make the most of this precious time you have with Vivian at this stage in her life. Because... These stages be fleeting. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about what the two of you did? We went to a couple museums Mm -hmm. because it's a thousand degrees here, Mm -hmm. D.C. summer, and they're free and they have A.C. And I thought it would be a great space to like expose her to some culture and then also, you know, like get out of the house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So just you're on the table here. Can you sit in your seat? Thank you. Um, We also went to like the library where I volunteer has, you know, story time Mm -hmm. for the toddlers. Mm -hmm. And um, I I tried to go to that yesterday. Don't climb on the table. Can you go? (laughs) Lindsay, keep all of this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So back to what I was talking Uh, about. You're making the most of your alone time, which is Mm -hmm. with a baby. Yeah. Yeah. So like... Not only trying to just every day be present and every little thing that we get to do, like appreciate. So, you know, whether it's like I get to read her stories whenever I want, we can have tea parties, like we can just like we have a lot of flexibility and free time together where we can, you know, just get to know each other really well and bond. And I know that when when she is like 13, she's Hopefully not, but maybe she won't ever want to see me. <laughs> She's still going to want to see you she'll want to see you, but she'll maybe not be like, yeah, let's go to lunch with dad, then go to a museum, and then play yeah. in a fountain. And like, then stand yeah. on a table. And, and then, then yeah. like, just look at each other for a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the, her interests might change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you'll want that. You don't want her when she's 13 to suck on your fingers and yeah. stand on the table. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm just trying to appreciate it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. So I have to say, I'm going to speak You've on behalf of both of me and Jolenta here. Amazing work. The The amount of work that you put into your week one, like on a level of one to 10 is like a thousand. Oh, for sure. You put in so much work. You didn't just go to like one museum. You went to multiple no, ones. No, like, like you're you actually You didn't just make one date with your husband. You had multiple dates with your husband. You... You totally hit it out of the ballpark, and then you reinvented the steps to work better for you. Yeah. And now for week two, we're just going to build on that foundation you've already set up. Yep. And while week one was all about focusing on you, week two is more about getting out there. Yes. So this is your week two prescription. Step five is to take stock of what you love and find where you can love it with others. You can share your same love of food and other hobbies. Think about your interests, list them out, and use that as a jumping off point to find meetups, online communities, and so on. How's that sound? Good. Good. Up next, step six, find a friend recruiter. You've asked for advice. Now put your support system to work for you. Ask your husband or friends and family to help set you up with new friends or go out and meet new people together. Yes, and we know you've already done a bit of this with your husband, but for week two, we really want you to throw your back into it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good good point. Okay, step seven, go where the moms are. 
Look into everything within a 10-mile radius of your house that you can do, from playgroups to classes to family events, and commit to trying one new thing a week. How's that sound? I, I don't have a lot of time to do research. Like, yeah, yeah um, that makes sense. And you know what? You can ask for help with that. I can help yeah. you. I love researching things online. I will like compulsively research the D.C. metro area and your favorite hobbies. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd love if you could help me find like some meetups. Like, do you know how many screens I have in front of me at all times? <laughs> like at least three. Like, I, I got you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right, Jolenta. Well, that's where we ended up at the end of week one with Rihanna. Sounds like you've got a lot of research to do. I cannot wait. I think finding uh, events and clubs for other people is probably more fun than finding them for myself because I never have to go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, and I also think that this is going to be a fun week for Rihanna, too. I know that week one was hard for her. The emotions, you know, they're very raw. But, you know, I think it's, it's important that she put in the work to actually explore those feelings and try to understand what she wants out of this moment in her life. Even just remembering the fact that right now, even though she does feel lonely, she's not alone. Mm. And she can put some of her energy into enjoying the moments with Vivian and her husband while she works on finding those other parts of her community. I like that. And uh, I agree. And maybe with this next set of steps, Rihanna will be able to find a little piece of what she's looking for. Well, we'll find out after this break. But before the break... Are you someone who's had success at meeting friends as an adult? Uh, What tricks did you use? Will you tell us them? Please (laughs) share your story with us at welovyoupod at gmail.com. Maybe you'll hear your letter on a mini episode. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh-generation. Find seventh-generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. We are back, and it's time to hear all about Rihanna's week two. Now, I started this week by Googling tons of fun groups and meetups in Rihanna's area, and I sent her a very robust list, Kristen, and I cannot wait to hear about what she does with it. I cannot wait either, but in the meantime, let's take a listen to some of the audio diaries she sent us. For her step six, Finding a Friend Recruiter, Rihanna reached out to someone at the library where she volunteers. Another one of the volunteers at the library put me in touch with her daughter. Um, She actually, I was telling her that I was looking for friends and she gave me her daughter's card. Her daughter is an opera singer and so she had 
a business card with her headshot on it and her email. And I'm like, wow, like <laughs> your daughter is so beautiful. I'm like, why is her stunning face on this card? Uh, so I don't know. That was just really funny. And I sent her an email and I went out for coffee with her and uh, she's super nice. I She's really busy and travels a lot for work, but she has some days open. So sometimes we get to hang out. Yes, this is fantastic. And you know what? She did not stop there. No way. Rihanna is an overachiever. Two days ago, yeah, two days ago, I texted her and asked her if she wanted to go to Ikea with me to get some stuff for V. And uh, she agreed. And I really appreciate her coming with me because it's like a long drive, which is hard with the baby in the car. And, uh, you know, shopping in a giant store probably wasn't her thing. But she came along and we got to talk and um, she told me about you know, everything that was going on in her life and listen to me. And that was just good to have a little camaraderie for normal everyday activities. Wow. I am impressed. I can hardly go to Ikea with my husband, Brad. Uh, We have nearly broken up many a time in the Ikea parking lot. You know, it's not a place you go to build a new friendship. I, I don't think that's a place you go to destroy an existing relationship, really. I mean, for the record, I love Ikea. Where else am I going to go for Ligon Mary Jam? Get, the, get that meatball on. <laughs> um, also, I love that Rihanna's taking this risk and really trying to connect with someone new. I don't care if it's at Ikea. I don't care if it's in a parking lot. She is taking a risk and connecting with someone here. Oh, totally. I think hearing this audio diary really gives me a better sense of how dedicated Rihanna is to this process of finding friends and community. She is a true go-getter. Yes, she is. And we got another important glimpse into her character and what Rihanna is like as a friend when she sent us another audio diary. In this one, she was opening up about missing her cousin's wife, who still lives out in California. My cousin's wife is pregnant and having a baby in September. And I just think like, you know, she's going to need help. And like, if she's going to stay home for maternity leave, like that would be great for us to be together since we'll just be sitting around. I know how important it is to have like an extra pair of hands to hand you a glass of water when you're breastfeeding or whatever. Mm, Rihanna, this makes me want to cry. What's what's really interesting is, you know, she's clearly talking about the kind of support and love that she is looking for right now, too. So it's just kind of extra bittersweet. You know, she's missing that kind of love and support and she wants to give it and it's just sad. But I do love that she's thinking about how she could give the love in her heart to somebody else that she wishes she had. Yeah, that is so sweet. And uh, can we just, can we call her? I just want to talk to her. Yeah, let's check in and see how she's doing. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hey. Hi, Kristen. How are you, Rihanna? (laughs) I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Mama. Hello. Oh, hi. Okay, I've got one Cute. earbud in. All Cute. right. I don't need to. I only need one right now. Oh, oh she's, she's so, so helpful. Very, very helpful of That's her. That's really cute. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, it's no worries. Good. Seriously, do not worry. Yeah, nothing hi. to worry about. Hi, we love hi. you. Hi, Vivian. So, Rihanna, we've just been listening to your audio diaries, and we wanted to hear more about your second week. Was this week maybe a little easier, or was it harder? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I understand that 
you know, talking to people has always been easy, easy for me. I've always had like social jobs and I I talk to everybody I see. And Mm -hmm. so it's not hard for me to do that, but I, I understand that that's really hard for other people to do. And, uh, like I was eavesdropping on someone in the grocery store yesterday (laughs) and she was saying that she's an introvert and it's really hard for her to make friends. And she just usually has extroverts adopt her. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that what you're doing, basically. You're like, hello, yeah. I'm open to adopt. Like, Right. I know. And I was like, if it wasn't juggling a gallon of milk and a and one a and a half year old, yeah. I would have been like, hey, I'll adopt you. Like, yeah. come on, let's friends. But yeah. And so yeah. I, I'm imagining, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, week two probably just felt like uh, you were able to actually do more with your feelings. Week one may have just been, oh. Like I'm heavy more, lifting. Yeah. Yeah, week one for sure was heavy lifting. I was, like, crying a lot. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot less mention of crying already. Yeah. <laughs> Not that crying yeah. is ever bad. I do it constantly. <laughs> yeah, this one was more, like, my my speed. My, yeah. I felt comfortable doing it. And it seems like, yeah, you're just sort of out there putting out a lot of tries. Sometimes they land, sometimes they don't. But you're okay with this whole, like, trial and error part of the process. Right. So let's talk about what else you did during your second week. Okay, so then I did step five and step seven. I think those are the numbers together because they were pretty similar. Mm-hmm. That was um, find things you love and do them with others mm-hmm. and go where the moms go. Ah, mm. I see. I could see how those two would line up for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. You love being so, a mom. I do love right. being a mom. Yes, right. and you're great at it. Yes. Thank you. I'm very then, jealous of Vivian. <laughs> you, I, I will adopt you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot. She does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mama, um, so Jalenta was super helpful. Mommy. Oh, your headphone fell out. Here we go. Let's oh, put no. this back in. Sorry. So Jalenta, you sent me a big list of groups and just resources to use that were in my area, which was so helpful. Um, I joined a bunch of the clubs. Yay! Yay! I joined some book clubs. Yay. I joined some mommy, mommy clubs. Yeah. I joined a walking club. Wow. Um, I was yeah. very intrigued by the walking club. Yeah. I I haven't gone to any events because none of them have had them yet. Right. Um, but that's okay. Totally. I also, I signed up for social media. Oh, like your sister suggested in week one. And it was really annoying because it was like higher security than the Pentagon. They wanted me to like send in a copy of my passport and to like prove I was a real person. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, it took me like an hour, which, wow. which like in mom time is like seven hours. Right, I don't know. Right. Like I, it took me so long. Um, but I joined the, by the book community page <gasps> and I posted on there. What? Ooh. Oh my gosh. Uh, and uh, for listeners who may not know, By the Book is our other show that Chris and I host, and Rihanna joined that show's Facebook community. So, Rihanna, how did your post go? I got a couple of responses from people. Yay. Um, some of them, were, which is like, this is kind of like a mirror of what I get like out in the world is like mm. some people were like, this is so cool. I wish someone would do this in my area. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, which is. Gives me hope. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. And then another kind of response was, oh, I can give you some resources to use. Like, I can help you find clubs to join or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or places to go to meet moms. And then the other response was, I had 
you know, someone contact me and say like, I'll hang out with you. I need someone to talk about by the book with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she sent me like a very DC note, like with, uh, dates and times she was available to hang out. <laughs> nice. You're a very fast mover. Very impressed. Yes. Like Thank you're you. like, cool, I got this list of things and went and did eight. Like some some succeeded, some failed. Like what are we doing next? Like, oh my gosh. But how are you feeling at this point? Because, you know, it sounds like you're mostly at peace with it. You said I've planted some seeds. I've gone through some tough work. I've cried a lot. But um, if you could sum it up, how are you feeling at this point? Um. So... I think the prescription is probably the best advice someone in my situation could get. But I think there's like a bigger problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, like we've talked about in week one, I was doing a lot of, you know, thinking and like mulling over how I feel. And I, I think that my like loneliness it comes from just like feeling sort of like unsupported yeah mm-hmm. by the community mm-hmm. um and i don't just mean like you know my husband or like my family i feel like just other mothers are not very mothering to me and mm-hmm. i guess like i was expecting to just be like embraced in this warm hug as a new mom by all these yeah. mo- people who had become moms before me. And like, they were going to show me everything, but I'm, I'm realizing that like everyone is so overextended. Yeah. Everyone's in the muck in the same muck as you. Yeah. Everyone's in the muck. Everyone, you know, has their struggles. Everyone has their things they need to work through. And then it's kind of like either they can't, lend a hand because they're so in the muck or they are kind of have this, you know, like animosity that like Mm. they don't want to help you because they had to figure it out on their own. Mm. Like the thing that I hear a lot, Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot as a mom is, Oh, just you wait. You know, like when I was pregnant, people would say other moms, you know, like, which I was so shocked by just wait until you haven't slept for three months or, you know, when I had a newborn, oh, just wait until she's throwing her food off their plate. Or, mm. And I don't want to get too, like, soapboxy. I know this is, like, a comedy show, and I don't want to get too heavy. No but worries. It's, no worries. it's my truth, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I I feel like I do a lot to reach out um, to try and build a community, but I also feel like I need people to receive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah, and you can't, like... Yeah, you can't force it. Yeah, but right. I think, but I think that I mean, just to be an optimist here, if you plant as many seeds as you're planting now, yeah, flowers will grow, and it may not be nearly as many flowers as you planted the seeds for. It it won't be. Or let's face it. The some flower them, might grow like where you don't expect it, where you're like, oh my god, I dropped a seed there. I didn't even realize I dropped a seed there on my way to plant this seed. Like, yes, yes, you know. But you're planting all of these seeds now, and. It sucks. There are a lot of people who are not open to others Mm. in their lives. But I have to say, while, like, new connections and, like, helpful ones aren't necessarily immediate, like, you socialized more in the past few days than I have in, like, (laughs) a month. And, like, 
you have to at least be feeling more stimulated, if nothing else. Yeah, no, I'm so happy that I got to do this. And Kristen, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want you to think I'm just like being a downer about it. Like kind of what I'm taking away is I can't wait until mm-hmm. I am able to support someone the way I need it. Oh, that's no, I okay. Love that. That's actually really beautiful. Oh, she looks like it she's really about is. to cry. So, Kristen, how you doing? You know, I knew from the get-go that this was going to be one of our tougher predicaments. Right. Going in, before we even started talking to Rihanna, you were very worried about not being able to solve all her problems. But do you think we made progress? I mean, progress? I think that's exactly the word I would use, actually. Nice. I think Rihanna has really laid a strong foundation for finding the friends and community she's been yearning for. Totally. I think these two weeks were a lot about discovering what expectations she actually had and learning to temper them in order to match the reality she's experiencing. Yeah, and she's made some great strides, and obviously she's going to keep going from here to build on that foundation. And she's ready to be the kind of friend for other people that she wishes she had right now. So she's like primed and ready to go. And Rihanna, if you're listening right now, don't forget, you've made two new friends in this process, me and Jolenta. That's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer, writer, guest booker, everything is Lindsay Cradwell. Casey Holford mixed this episode and composed our theme song, Like a Total Boss. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. And Chris Bannon is our big cheese, also known as the chief content officer. Please stay in touch, y'all. Do you have a predicament you need help with? Do you have any tips for how to ask for help, how to make friends, how to be a new mom without a community? Let us know. We'll talk about what you say on many episodes. Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at We Love You Pod, or leave us a message at 601 Love 171. That's 601 568 3171. And don't forget to show us some love. You can rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That helps spread the love everywhere. And other people find us and love us and give us reviews. And we stay employed, which we love. We love that. And we love you. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. We love you. Talking you. Oh Vivian, my gosh. your voice is so supported. Ow. Hold on. Okay. Ow. Ow. Don't take my headphones out. <laughs> Stitcher. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh-generation. Find seventh-generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com.